Grand Court Talk Freeform Siren. Welcome to Bristol Cove. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. We are back in Bristol Cove with Ren and Company. And it is happening in the Cove right now. It is happening. There are gallows and more mermaids being investigated. And Decker is back as well, looking for Donna. There's some karaoke singing going on and all sorts of stuff. Some kisses and I love yous. Yeah. And Maddie's like, I got one of those last week. Ha. All right, before we jump into all that, just to remind everybody to check us out over at beerfandom.com where you can find a full list of our recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at jindev and he's bradcb. You can also follow Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also find Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? There is a group out there on Facebook that will talk to you all about the benefits of eco-fishing. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And not to jump too far off topic, but do you remember last week's episode where all the fishes were being caught? Uh Uh-huh. Well, I I found an article, and I think Anthony found an article, too, where um, all the little fishies were being caught by the government. And, like, there was, what was it, like, some death waves or something? Like, the sea is dying, apparently, because all the food is being caught by humans. How about that? It wasn't that the government was catching the fish. It was the fact that it was being killed by um, runoff from, uh, what was it? I totally don't have that up here right now, or else I'd be. Able well, to tell that's you even it. worse, B. Well, yeah, it was run off by like Kellogg's or something like that. It was insane. Um, <sighs> we are so irresponsible. So here it is, and this is actually came from 2007. Oh, 2017. So it was a nearly 9,000 square miles of ocean along golf course. It, golf golf course. <laughs> golf coast is uninhabitable to by marine life. Loaded with agricultural toxins and devoid of oxygen. It's the largest dead zone in U.S. history. And last summer it got even bigger. So basically what this is is uh, runoff of big agriculture via the Mississippi River, which investigates the number one polluter by the name of Tyson Foods. So Ah. there you go. A lot of dead fish there. Uh, Highest countries of nitrate contaminate the area where the runoff is. It's killing off everything. And it's basically the footprint of their disaster, right? The Tyson Food, the America's largest meat company, is oh, making suffering the uh, worst pollution impacts on the industry meat and feed production. So right there, it's causing okay. some serious issues. Well, guys, guys, forget the fact that we have to live on the planet and that our future generations, however that may long last, have to live on the planet. We are starving. Rin and Donna and their family do better. <laughs> Yeah, they're all out there in the golf course. They're like, uh, golf course. Why do I keep calling it golf course? <laughs> because they are playing the water. They're playing golf under the sea. I'm from Florida. I should really know it's a golf course. Go- See, I can't <laughs> even. I am at a loss. I cannot speak tonight. That's it. I'm done. Uh, that water place in between Florida and Mexico. Uh, yeah so all right so there you go check it out uh you can look yeah you can find all that on facebook and on google go look that up but while you're doing that uh uh, look for brad and court talk uh, over on facebook where we talk about all kinds of stuff as you just heard like that was like a real back and forth yes (laughs) with other people so yeah if you want to talk about 
that or Infinity War, which is coming out this weekend, or The 100, which came out Tuesday night. Yes, or that yes. New, uh, that new pre uh, trailer for Venom that came out the other day. Oh boy! Uh, thankfully, it had no Spider Man in it. Yes, no Spider Man. All right. Yeah, it's not necessary. I don't like, need Spider Man. I don't need number right. nine thousand. That, that's already there. Let's just tell Venom story with Tom Hardy looking yes. like he does. Okay. Yeah. See, that's a sampling <laughs> of what you get from us on Facebook. <laughs> if there's something you're obsessed about, please know that we are probably obsessed about it too. Okay. Um, if you have been watching Van Helsing, you can check out our Van Helsing Facebook group over there as well. Um, if you haven't been watching Van Helsing, what are you waiting for? Go watch it on Netflix or on demand um, or the sci-fi website and catch up so that you're ready for season three when that drops, I believe, probably this fall. Right. And if you haven't figured out how obsessed Court is with Van Helsing, she says it on every podcast that we do. I do because <laughs> it's such a good show. And like, like there's a reason. Just go watch it. It's so good. Yes, do it. And we have that group. I can also tell you about the incorporated group that we have that still exists. Uh, no. That we'll people are still in. That. No, we'll pass on that one. Okay. <laughs> it was a good show, though. Yes, it was. Did not get <laughs> renewed. Boo. Right. But um, but they did give us other good shows. So, we'll, yeah, we'll let them live. Okay. Um, so, speaking of shows mm-hmm. that we're here to talk about, Siren. Like, we're silly tonight. Bear with us. Uh, Siren, episode six, Showdown. Uh-oh. Uh, when Ben and Maddie attend his mother's fundraising gala, an unexpected guest shows up and offers to put an end to the overfishing. Ooh, like that could be good. Um, it was directed by Martha Coolidge and written by Eric Wald. All right. So Donna doesn't trust Helen that much. Well, you'd think so. Well, like she said, I'm one of you. So does Donna not believe her or is she angry with her because she gave up her uh, her her gills? Well, we don't know why she's not one of them. It's it's a whole why is she there? But Helen does want her to get Ren and get back in the water. Yeah. But Donna goes off at night, too, and goes hunting at the warehouse. Makes sense. That's where she, you know, had food last time. Yes, and she is still very suspicious of Ben, especially when she sees his picture in his father's office. Oh, he should be. That's, you know, they were taking the food. They bad. Humans bad. I don't know why I went all caveman with Donna right there, but, you know, they bad. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, people, people, people good, people bad. Right. And you, you went all rent on him. Right. What she sees the picture and she's like, oh, dude, okay. I know what's going on here. You're not good. But Decker's also out searching for Donna, which was interesting because he gets a call from uh, Petty Officer Montero there who says that, yeah, you might be out looking for that one person, but you're not on the roster for being out. So he was doing it undercover, not Mm -hmm. off the books, right? And he heads to the packing plant to look for her as well. This is where I was wondering, what is his plans if he was going to find her? know that he has an actual plan i just think he is so under her spell like he can't think past anything like he just wants to be back in her presence i think kind of like with ben and ren right well like he he went kind of crazy when he wasn't sure where she was and i think the same thing has happened to decker okay that makes sense he's kind of she's kind of under the control yeah so yeah. we find out that Ren's mother died and Donna took care of her, but Ren also tells them that Donna will be out hunting for food because that's what she does. 
And we had been leaving for the night and him giving Maddie a kiss and doing the I love you part. And there goes Ren copying her everything that she does. She's worse than like a five-year-old. Right. <laughs> and the, the whole thing with her looking at Maddie, she's like, I got one of those the other day. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> it, it just cracks me up because they're like, yeah, it happens. Mermaid, I don't know. What are you going to do? We need a bigger bed. I have no clue. I'm saying, like, that's just, like, their pod. She, she's very loving with her, they're her family. And like, she, that's, this is how she sees her family interacting with each other, except for Donna. Like, Donna isn't down with these guys yet. Like, this is how she's seen her family show love to each other. So, this is how she thinks she needs to show love to her family. Well, when she goes and fe- sees Donna at Helen's house, you know, when Maddie takes her over there and everything, they have this weird... uh submissive aggressive moment going on yeah and where she ends up bowing her head and walking up to her and you know submitting to her basically so that was pretty cool that's her how they do their thing so she's just learning all her human traits from maddie and ben yeah if she goes and kisses somebody else i'll be amazed it'll be totally but i they're not in the pod she'd have to have somebody else in the new pod exactly like i don't think they're in the pod and like at this point i don't think it's sexual like oh, no. between it's totally any of the, well, Maddie and Ben, they're together, yeah. But like the way she is with them, like that's just her way of caring for them. I think no, I just she's copying what they're doing. That's the whole thing. Right. She's not doing anything sexual because she not that she's seeing this is how y'all treat each other when you love. Okay, that's the same thing. I right. guess this is what you do. I don't know. Right. And we even kind of got that with Ren and Donna, um, where there was no kissing, but like when she was doing her whole submissive thing, like then they had their heads pressed together. Right. Like it was very, it, like that was her pod too. That's her family. Exactly. I did get a kick out of Helen saying, you know, Maddie said, what else haven't you told me? And she's like, oh, there are a lot of things that she wasn't saying. <laughs> I want to know what's her a lot of things. When are we going to find out? Is she Maybe gonna- we'll get an all Helen episode at some point. I don't think Helen, do you think Helen will actually share that she's a mermaid with them? Oh, no, not with them. I'm talking about for just for the audience. It'll oh, I would us. love a, a background Helen episode. That would be exactly. great. Exactly. That would be awesome. Um, <laughs> back to Ren and Donna. They're having their moment. Donna is not happy with the fact that Ren likes humans. Yes, and that she's chosen humans over her sister. Yes, she is very not happy with that whatsoever. All right, now... Chris sees Decker driving by and tells Xander, dude, that's the guy who was hunting me down in Alaska, which then it isn't long before they tell Ben, where Chris mentions that Decker asked if Donna sang to him when they were being interviewed. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, clearly Xander figured everything out that the the nurse was actually a mermaid because she went back in. He has no clue about Ren. He's going to be super, super mad when he finds out about Ren. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, Decker's there because a mermaid was there. Right, and and Decker kind of hinted at it a little bit when he was talking about his friends riding around in cars with mermaids. Yeah. I just see Xander's just going to be that one guy. He's he's going to be so mad. He's like, dude, there was a UFO there. I totally knew there was a UFO. And it's like, oh, yeah, we all just rode on it. Did we forget to tell you about that? He's, he's Sorry gonna, about that. Yeah. Going to be so mad about it. <laughs> so Maddie has some research going on and discovers that Decker has had mermaid theories since 1980s. 
Mm. He was the original mermaid conspiracy theorist I'm taking. So he's been into this for a while, which knows that he was looking for other stuff. And I think we kind of got that hint of that in like the first episode when they talked about there were other sounds in other parts of the ocean. So he's been narrowing down on this the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. Are we guessing this is his first mermaid that he's caught? Uh, yes. But he was, also- he, he was so fascinated by her and like the fact that they didn't know about the, their tail, that they could um, shed their tail and grow right. legs. Like you would think if they'd known about mermaids previously, they would know a lot more than they already do. And I think that's why they were running so many tests on her. Well, I don't, you wouldn't think that she could grow legs because she's a mermaid. It's like you wouldn't think that we could grow a tail because we're people. Yeah, but she's a mermaid. Well, and you, you, you've seen The Little Mermaid, haven't you, Decker? Jeez. No, maybe he missed that episode. Like, does it not exist in your world? Yeah, no, he was too busy hunting for mermaids to know that, hey, I wonder if I throw him out of water, what will happen? Hmm. <laughs> we'll get this a shot. So there you go. If you find any weird animals from the water, one, put them back. Two, if you keep them, throw them on the ground for a little bit. See if they grow legs. No, it's probably a bad idea, well, or- you can do that, but when they start flopping around, just throw them back in the water, okay? Yeah, let's leave the mermaids alone, people. Leave them alone. They're a protected species. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Ben comes clean about Ren singing to him on the night that they met because you know, he's talking with Decker as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, actually, he was talking to Maddie about that. And she's a little upset that she didn't mention this before. Yeah, that's something that he didn't, that's like the one element he left out of their entire, like they've shared everything else. He just hasn't mentioned the fact that she sang to him, like that she gave the siren call. And he said it felt like a drug when he kind of heard it, you know, something he needed. Yeah, and for some reason I thought he had told her about it just because they talked about how, like her, her whole allure, like there's something about her that pulls people to her. Right. But I guess he didn't mention the whole song thing. Well, so that didn't happen. Um, Decker happens to be at this event with his mom, Ben's mom. Yeah, because he was telling her about some stem cells. Well, he found out because he also went back over to the uh, the the marine area where they work at and kind of mm-hmm. got the lowdown that there was an event going on. So, yeah, he's telling mom about the stem cells and how he can uh, fix some paralyzed mice. Yeah, how about that? And she's hooked on it because that's how she is. She just had a uh, treatment thing that she got rejected for. Yeah. And we know that Ben in the past has always been trying to <laughs> to rescue her, like she said before. Right. To Maddie, she's, she's, he's, um, I'm his project, basically. Right, until he moves on to the next one. Right. Uh, ben confronts I wonder Decker. if that's his pro- her problem with Maddie. What's that? Like if she feels abandoned because he's no longer spending all that time with her or if it's just the whole mom thing. Like, I'm not going to like any of your girlfriends. I just think it's the whole mom thing, honestly. Well, she keeps mentioning the fact of who um, Maddie's father is. Right, which is really interesting because when Maddie ran into Ben's dad, he's saying, yeah, during the whole time of the accident, your dad was always there. Right. Ooh. So what's the difference between mom's version and dad's version? I don't know, but like Ben's dad seems to like Maddie, like thinks he's a, she's a good influence. And hey, let's use her to get our son to spend time with us. How about that? Well, it does help that 
Ben decided to join the group, right, and talks to Dad about doing the eco-friendly uh, fishing, which would raise their proce- uh, prices up by 6%. Yeah, and actually help the them treat the earth more friendly. Right. The and, sea yeah, more gently. Does a lot more for them. They don't have to do all the bad fishing that they're doing and have a bad name. You know, it makes their company look better. And I think, you know, Dad says, oh, uh, she may have something to do with this as well. Little do they know. <laughs> so this becomes clear that maybe they don't have a hand in this whole mermaid thing like we kind of suspected. Yeah, I guess not. Like, I still don't trust them all the way because just because of the past that Helen spoke of. Oh, yeah. Oh, t- I definitely don't. I just don't think they know that they're totally real mermaids out there. Oh, absolutely. They may have heard the stories and just figured out, you know, Grandpa is a little on the crazy side. He liked his drink a little bit. Like, I wouldn't put it past Ben's mom to actually believe in this stuff. Uh, I th- or maybe she, she'll be just that desperate. I think she would be the one who would want to try it, which I actually, where I kind of got with is the fact when Decker went out to his car, right, and got that syringe out, mm-hmm. I was kind of wondering, if was he going to go in there and inject um, mom with the treatment? And Good question. Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Definitely. Decker does let him know, though, that the military is going to be out trawling for the mermaids because they had that little talk of, hey, by the way, uh, did she sing to you as well? Cool. Yeah, she sung to me too, right? This is how it works. This is kind of nifty, right? And he's like totally taken back to it because he's like, oh, dude, really? Okay, cool. Yeah, I wonder if they have more of those um, those beacons. What they had in like the water? With the distress calls uh, for from Donna. I would think so. I would think they would. Yeah. Donna and Ren were having a little bit of an issue where, you know, Donna's showing off the fact that the the humans hurt her with mm-hmm. all the scars that she still had on her. But that wasn't enough to keep them going. Ren kind of, Ren actually was getting on her side for that. We find out later on that they do go out to hunt Decker because he's out there and they sing the song. Uh-huh. Which at first I was really confused about because Ben comes, right? They're the only two that can hear the song. Mm-hmm. So once they've sung the song to you, you they can draw you towards it? Yeah, I guess you're more susceptible to it. Um, otherwise, I guess you would have to be in a closer range to be able to hear their, hear the song. It was really interesting though, how they got it out there and just no one else knew. Uh, oh, yeah. They all go running out there. Decker is confronted by Donna, which doesn't go over very well. No, not at all. No. Um, Oh, sorry. I have to back up for just a second before we get to that. Because when they're at the party, before all this happened, they call Wren at, at Helen's house. Mm-hmm. And Wren on the phone was just perfect. Because she's like <laughs> holding this strange little thing. I was waiting for her to look for it, you know, behind to see if they're in it or anything. Uh-huh. It was just one of those moments. Like, stay there. Don't go anywhere. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think she caught on from the whole thing with the beacon where right. her sister was not inside the beacon. But it was still just one of the... It was a perfect moment because she's holding it like, this thing's weird, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I do like the fish out of uh, water moments like that. Right. Uh, we also miss the fact that Xander confronted Decker about the mermaid. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
because uh, he's putting things together and figuring out the nurse was a mermaid because Xander knows it all. He's got it figured out. There's no evidence that mermaids exist because they've never been seen floating on the surface. But then again, you don't really see dead animals in the woods that much because they get pulled away. There you go. Right. Um, yeah, I just, I'm waiting for Xander. Xander's just a man, especially when he sees Donna jump back into the water and sees the flipper. Mm-hmm. He is totally on team Donna. I was hoping he wasn't going to jump in the water after her. Oh, yeah. He is smart enough not to do that. So now he knows. But when Donna and Rin confront Decker, they are pretty much getting ready to kill him because of what he did. Only they have Ben show up to stop him and tell him to, you know, call off the trawler. The where we find out the plans are already in motion, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he had that on speakerphone, so the admiral heard him getting beat up the entire time. I mean, I, I you would think he heard it, but the way they played it, it seemed like he didn't hear anything. That's a horrible speakerphone. Horrible it's just horrible speakerphone unless they put it on mute. <laughs> yeah, mute this. Hold on, I got to kill you real quick. Stop. And yeah, they don't kill Decker, which is interesting. Well, yeah, like they're not in the business of killing people. Um, hurting, hurting them, I guess, sure. But, um, and, and that was pretty hard for Donna, Donna because we know she's a predator at heart. And of course, like this is the guy who hurt her, who experimented on her. So she wants vengeance. Mm-hmm. And she gets mad and goes back to the water because, you know, Ren's going to stay there. And that's where, you know, Decker's like, don't let her go out there. The Navy's looking for her. So now Donna's going back to the water. Everybody's oh, out she wants them to her. find her, too. She just wants to mess people up. Yes, she does. She's on the hunting path. But I liked how they also said, you know, they were looking for the others. So we know there's a whole other tribe of mermaids hiding out somewhere. Right. But what is going to happen? I don't know. I it's just, I, I think she's going to get caught. I think Xander and Chris might help. Like I'm, I'm still curious as to what her first interaction with Chris will be like because they did save each other. Right. Well, this is true. So, yeah, she's got a little bit more. Not all humans are bad because he did help her out. Exactly. What is Decker going to do now? I don't know. Like he's still under her spell. Like he's not gonna. He, he he's not gonna want to hurt her. But he was smart enough to go ahead and create the new tanks to hold them in as they were harvesting them. He was mm-hmm. good with that whole thing until oh, yeah. just then. Like I think like he's he's battling with himself. Like the whole thing with the song where he's under her spell and then the scientist the scientist part of himself. That he may flip over and become a good guy? Possibly. Like their inside man. Right. Something like that. But that still won't make Donna trust him. Like he no. still probably will end up dead by the end of the season. Yes, probably so. I could see that happening. Yeah. I don't know. A lot going on. Waiting for next week. Can't wait. Absolutely. You got anything else on this one? Uh, no, I think we touched on pretty much everything. All right, then. If you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Crossings, Krypton, The, the Magicians, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, The Channel Zero theory, series, all three of them. Winona Earp. 
Incorporated. If you <laughs> so want to go back and watch that one, hey, it was good. It was one and done. It didn't get redone, but it was it left on a weird ending. So there you go. It had a kind of a complete-ish story. Yeah, so okay, I'll go with that. It did kind of complete it out. I guess they did know it was like this may not get renewed. Let's not leave it on too big of a cliffhanger. <laughs> done. Um, yeah, it probably would have been perfect as like a Channel Zero story. It would have. They could have. They could have cleared that up and knocked it out. Anyhow. A lot of awesome stuff over there and a lot of awesome writers over at Pure Fandom putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, make sure you send us an email at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. And until next time. Until next time. I think we said it well the first time around. If you see a mermaid on the warpath, uh, stay out of her way. She's got teeth. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.